0: I'm not holding yet, and I know that's really way out of oh, the way. So, oh, I'm sure you so. know. It cu- came a little bit early. Yeah, a um, early. couple weeks ago. A couple up. weeks ago. Yeah. Anyone else? Look. He weighed the same thing that Robbie did when he was born, and he sat down at it was 6'2, but you've seen Robbie grow out of it. Yeah. Amen. Guy growed out of it too. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, anybody have anything it's, it's good to be here in the house the Lord this morning and of uh, course, so, you know we still have some it's good to have it's good to have a little bit we're in the house for a little while Missed and uh, let's go to the Lord's prayer and uh, Brother Roger would you, would you pray for us please? I have a father we're thankful this day to be able to be back out of your house and we ask you
1: the things that we say to you here today, be pleasing to you and we worship you in a way that Heavenly Father would, would honor you and everything that you stand for. God, we just ask that you do be with all the prayer requests that have been made. Lord, Heavenly Father, be with the service today. If there's a need for the message, Lord, give us the that we need. Father, give the delivery of that message. Lord, we ask that you do be with the teachers today and everyone that has a part in the ones that play and sing. We're blessed there. It's it's a big part of our service. Again, we ask that you go with us, be with us in all that we say and do today. This thing ask asking Jesus' name. Amen. Look to
0: page 139. 139. 260. Great is our faithfulness. Let's sing all three verses of this. Hello. For. Does anybody have anything that or a word of testimony like to share? Just mind the Lord this morning if you have anything on your heart that you would like to share this morning. I just thank the Lord that we're back here. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <what> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Brother White, I'd just like to say again I've been saved. Thankful for the Lord when He saved me. Thankful that He did it's good to be a child of the king It is, and when we go into our service this morning uh, we're going to sing a lot of songs about jesus i just love the i don't know i just love songs about singing about jesus we're going to sing some songs about but anyhow yeah, we share a little about that. Does anyone else have anything they like to say? Well if not, let's uh let's call him Brother Rodgers and you call him and bring her more intervos. Thank you, Diane. Give her a hand for playing. Today. <laughs> Great you may have to play deer nuts. Service she just give a little word of I'm
1: not going to be your bodyguard, I ain't it. That was good to be here this morning. Uh, I think after coming to church here for over 50 years, the first time I've ever had to do a detour to get here this morning. But, uh, let's keep our. Uh, our neighbors over here in mine they've uh, apparently lost a the guy at the road told me it's a chicken coop i thought that was the biggest chicken coop i've ever seen but uh, uh, apparently they've lost a chicken house and that's roger graves roger graves so okay keep them in mind that's uh um, that's a devastating thing i'm sure, sure. To do that um, you know as as uh as we come to church from time to time and uh, uh, through the week and what all, you, you just look around. And We, we had gone to see Miss Bonnie yesterday, and, and she's doing well. She was a little more chipper than I've seen her in a while, and uh, she's, uh, she's got a little bird feeder right outside her window. And we were sitting there watching, and there were just birds. Sometimes there were seven or eight on that thing at one time. And looking out at them at the different colors, the different shapes. And she said, Do you think God made all of those by himself? And I said, I think he did. And he said, I think he did it one day there when he made the, the birds. And, and she said, I think he made the whole, the whole thing in, in six days and then rested. And I said, I said, I can kind of see him on that, on that seventh day going like yeah, those birds are nice. <laughs> uh, Bonnie loves those birds, so y'all keep her. She was doing well, but thinking about all this creation and, and uh, how how can you praise a God that is that good and that big? And I got thinking about you know sometimes uh, uh, I'm getting older, and uh, believe it or not, there's some things I can't do anymore. Uh, things that I used to not think anything about, you know, if there was a tree out there that needed cutting, I'd just go get the chainsaw so and go cut it down, cut it up, pile it up, burn it or whatever. And now I've determined that uh, if something went wrong, I'm not fast enough to get out of the way anymore, so I, I let somebody that's good at that do those things now, but um, I read a devotion somebody asked this man, said, how you feeling? He said, well, I'm feeling a little dusty this week. A little dusty and uh I kind of know what that feels like, you know. Sometimes you just kind of got things to do, and you're just overwhelmed with everything, and you just kind of feel a little dusty. And I got thinking that, that uh,
0: uh,
1: it's still okay, you know. It's still okay if I don't get it done today, then I probably won't get it done next week either. But sometimes it gets done, it'll be okay. And I used to have, I used to struggle with that more than I do now, but. I've kind of I've grown into this uh, older age thing a little bit, but in the 103rd the, uh, Psalm, um, just bear with me on this, I'm going to try to read it, I don't know, I, I've got eye problems so I don't see as well as I used to, but that comes with getting dusty, I guess. <laughs> um, David, um, you know, the Psalms that David wrote um, were just an eloquent way of praising the Lord, I think. He, he had the gift of, of being able to put down in words uh, what he felt, I think. And so, just, uh, just for a minute, I'm going to read this chapter. It won't take long, maybe. It's just 22 verses. But he said, Bless, uh, bless the Lord, O my soul, and, and uh, all that is written, excuse me, all that is within me, bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not, all his benefits, who forgiveth all thy iniquities, and who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He maketh known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and plevious in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger for He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy for them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Like a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he uh, knoweth our frame. He remembereth that we are dust. He knoweth our frame. He knows what we're capable of. And he realizes that we were dust and we're going back to dust. As for man, his days are uh, as grass, as a flower of the field, so he flourishes. For the wind passes over it, it is gone, and the place thereof shall know it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him, and his righteousness unto children's children. To such as keep his uh, covenant and those that remember his commandments to do them. The Lord hath prepared his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom rules over all. Bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in the strength and do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Bless ye the Lord, all ye hosts, ye ministers of his, that do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. I, I just think about David getting up kind of, maybe just overwhelmed with, with the glory of God. And he had that ability to, to write these psalms and leave them for us to read and enjoy. uh bring back to our mind um, just how little we are as, as far as the whole world goes but just how great we are as individuals in his sight. It's said that, that he, he supplies good things for us to eat. He supplies what we need. He prepares a place for us. Uh, he remembers us. So as we get up in the morning, sometimes if we're feeling a little dusty, feeling a little rusty, a little cranky, um, he knows that. And, and he's not gonna put something out there for us to do that we can't do. But uh, I think as, as we keep walking, we keep trying, uh, he'll provide what we need to do what he needs us to do. So, uh, again, it's just, uh, as we get up sometimes, maybe not not um, thinking we're right on top of the world like we ought to be or could be or should be, there's something out there we can do that will give us a, a little lift and... Um, Elaine says that we we go see Miss Bonnie to make her feel better, and we leave feeling better than we went. She just, uh, you know, she just uh, is one of those people that you just sit down and talk to. And and so, anyway, the things that you do, uh, do for him. And when we sing, Brother Bo, when we sing, we don't sing for ourselves, we sing for him. Sure. Psalmist said, "Make a joyful noise with the Lord." So you know we got we got our place. I might not be that pretty red cardinal that we saw bunches of over there. I might be that little that little brown bird with a little bit of yellow in it or something. But whatever bird I am, I wanted to sing for him and and uh, and uh, show uh, my appreciation for his mercy and his uh, his grace to get me thus far anyone got anything you'd like to say this morning before we take the classes brother roger i have a prayer request um, i'm leaving tuesday excuse me tuesday to go down to earl and dorothy's house and on thursday dorothy is having his, her gallbladder removed and on the 22nd earl's having surgery again on his hip I was planning on coming home the 22nd uh but i have no earthly idea uh when i'll be back but uh please keep them in your prayers and me as well uh and uh, that i'll hold up to do what i need to do while i'm
0: there sure yes the supply
1: I'd like to ask you to remember my cousin um, in prayer. Also, Amy Blackston um, had a stroke Thursday. I think she's just about 54, 55 years old, um, and she's doing better. Um, she's in Brookwood, the area through Brooklyn, She uh, she was she was cooking dinner, and her uh, daughter and grandson over there. And Atlanta said, uh, Amy. Now, Mama, you're, you're swearing your words. Turn around here and look at me. And she turned around and one of her eyes was drooping a little and she showed signs of a uh, stroke. So they called 911. And they live up by the school, so they flew the uh, uh, Lifesaver, whatever it is now, um, up there and landed at the football field and, and flew her to Birmingham. So keep her in mind. She's uh, uh, my mother's youngest sister's daughter. So. Anyone else?
2: About Bonnie, I hope my mind is as sharp as hers <laughs> when I um when I leave this world. 'Cause I'll never make it to be 80-something that she is. But she remembers everybody up here, and I tell her, you know, Belinda. I tell her that you're here, and then Moe, She's the it remembers you and keeps you in her prayers, and she loves you,
1: and it, she just loves the you. She does amaze me. If you ever mention somebody's name, she'll tell you who their daddy was and mama was and how many kids they had and where they lived, and she just she just amazes me with her mental capacity. She asks about
0: us uh, every time we go. Yeah.
1: Well, she, she asked about our grandkids that she very rarely has ever seen, but she calls him by name. How's J.B Reagan doing? about Hunter and Samuel? And, you know she just, she just amazes me that she can keep all of that. Sometimes I have a hard time saying that's my grandson's name uh, uh, Samuel. <laughs> you know? But uh, she, can, she can roll them off without, without hesitating. Anyone else. If not, what we'll, uh, we'll take the classes at this time. Good
2: morning, Evelyn. Good morning, Mia. Good morning,
0: Yeah. I was basically telling my story about well we uh for a lot of years I ran from the call and for a lot of years Sister Bonnie, when I'd leave the building here she'd hug my neck and tell me that I was a preacher and I always denied it I was denying it to myself to everybody that I knew the Lord wouldn't call anybody as ignorant as I was pretty uh, somebody was backward and all that but but Sister Bonnie she she knew and I wasn't hiding anything from her and she let me know and uh, not only her but there was a a lady named Miss Linda she was a black lady that lived next door next door to one of our substations in, in Birmingham and she was out picking up pecans and she was next to the fence and started up a conversation with my partner and myself and and his his name was jim roper jim was a uh, uh, a very very good christian man he, he went to mount holly uh in jefferson county at that time and and she told me she said you is a preacher and i said no ma'am i said i am a deacon though the church and and she goes no you is a preacher and every time she saw me she reminded me that i was a preacher and then it was several years later before i fessed up and and uh and it was some time after that before i really believed i could preach and now i know that i can't and so all the time i was right i just wasn't in the right frame of mind i just had to be willing in faith and have faith in the lord and so this morning exercising some faith uh, we're going to try to fill in and help uh, teach the class this morning in uh, Galatians. We're going to start in the second chapter. And I want y'all to know something. I'm a little bit overwhelmed this morning because in studying this, I realize once you get so far into the chapter, you can't, you can't just stop. It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. But we're going to do the best we can and pray for us this morning. I'd love love for you to uh, not hold back this morning because i'm not brother michael and i'm 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 not these brethren that, that um that we love to hear so much but this morning we're gonna to try to do our part and be a help Bless brother. michael said he is going to have three little redheaded grandbabies over there to take care of and i thought well maybe i could talk them and let me take care of them but they would have an opinion about that <laughs> Well, starting in the first verse of the second chapter of Galatians, it says this, Then fourteen years after I went up again to Jerusalem with Barnabas, and took Titus with me also, and I went up by revelation and communicated unto them that gospel which I preached among the Gentiles, both privately to them that were of reputation, lest by any means I should run or had run in vain. But neither Titus, who was with me, being a Greek, was compelled to be circumcised. And that because of false brethren, unaware brought in, who came privily to spy out our liberty which we have in Christ Jesus, that they might bring us into bondage. To whom we gave place by subjection, no, not for an hour, that the truth of the gospel might continue with you. But of these who seemed to be somewhat whatsoever they were it maketh no matter to me god accepted no man's person for they who seemed to be somewhat in conference added nothing to me but contrariwise, when they saw that the gospel of the uncircumcision was committed unto me as the gospel of the circumcision was unto peter For he hath wrought effectually in Peter to the apostleship of the circumcision, the same as was mightily in me toward the Gentiles. And when James, Cephas, and John, who seemed to be pillars, perceived that the grace was given unto me, they gave unto me and Barnabas the right hands of fellowship, that we should go into the heathen and they unto the circumcision. Only they would that we should remember the poor the same which I also was forward to do. And in the 11th verse it says, But when Peter was come to Antioch, I withstood him to the face, because he was to be blamed. For before that certain came from James, he did eat with the Gentiles. But when they were come, he withdrew and separated himself, fearing which were of the circumcision. And the other Jews dissembled likewise with him, insomuch that Barnabas also was carried away with their dissimulation. But when I saw that they walked not uprightly according to the truth of the gospel, I said unto Peter before them all, If thou, being a Jew, livest after the manner of Gentiles, and not as do the Jews, why compel us thou the Gentiles to live as, the, as do the Jews? we who are Jews by nature and not sinners of the Gentiles knowing a man is not justified by the works of the law but by the faith of Jesus Christ even we have believed in Jesus Christ that we might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law for by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified but if we always seek to be justified by Christ we ourselves also are found sinners is there for christ a minister of sin god forbid for if i build again the things which i destroyed i make myself a transgressor for through the law i am dead to the law that i might live unto god i am crucified with christ nevertheless i live yet not i but christ liveth in me and the life which i now live in the flesh i live by the faith of the son of god who loved me and gave himself for me i do not frustrate the grace of God. For if righteousness came by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. But I want to go back to the first verse here, and it said, Then four, fourteen years after I went up again in Jerusalem with Barnabas, I took Titus with me also. And I went up by revelation and communicated unto them that gospel which I preached among the Gentiles, but privily to them which were of reputation, this by any means I should run or have run in vain Paul went back to uh to the brethren over there now he brother Michael covered that uh, he he went about doing the the work that god had called him to do as a preacher and then he spent uh some time and then he went to be with with the brethren he went and, and met the apostles and and at that time he, he didn't meet all of them he didn't go to meet all of them but uh this time after 14 years 14 years of doing what preaching the gospel 14 years of pastoring churches and visiting churches and and, uh over there even uh titus uh was one that was thought very highly of of paul and and was a greek uh by his i guess by his you would naturally be uh you consider him a Greek. Uh, he um, not Paul. He kind of had a, him being. A, a, he could call himself a Gentile. He never did, but he but he was a Hebrew of Hebrews. But he uh, he. Uh, I believe that God called Paul to minister to the Gentiles, and I believe Paul. Uh, believe that as well but Paul would minister to whoever and uh, but they had uh, I guess everyone that Paul is talking to here this this is not when he goes back and meets with them he's, he's meeting with uh, the apostles he's meeting with those of the church there uh, this is not out in a public square it's not a public setting at this point uh, but it says here that uh, in the ninth verse that uh, that they gave unto me and and Barnabas the right hands of fellowship well the point that I believe Paul's trying to make here is something that a lot of us uh, have seen seen it go on in the background uh, and noticed it but didn't really uh and, and, and probably we're all impressed by it. Uh, you'll see a preacher that's pastored for many, many years and he'll give an appointment to a young preacher and you'll see the pastor love him. You'll see him help him in every way, but you'll never see him look down on him. You'll never see him talk to him as anything other but an equal and you know? oh I, I mean, I, you can look at the relationship here in this church. Brother Steve has pastored longer than I preached. But you'll never see him look down toward me or anyone else. It's about that calling, I believe, Brother Steve. Uh, that calling is from God. Sure. Uh, we can't go preach unless the church sends us out. Uh, that's the truth uh uh, we 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 won't pastor until the church ordains us and sends us out to do that uh but uh but there's a when when a young man is uh called into the ministry he's called with god and when he answers that call he'll he'll be given appointments uh, by the men of god to preach (laughs) and when they see that the evidence of the spirit the holy ghost is in him they'll license that young man to preach sure and, and there'll be uh, appointments given to that young man in the church to come and preach and, and, and that's, the, that's the way that it happened to, for many years and that's what happened to me um, but over here Paul and Barnabas were over there preaching uh, and uh, for many years and, and, but Paul came back and there was a reason he came back they were some from Jerusalem that come over there and they had been uh, preaching uh, a doctrine of circumcision to those of the Gentiles who had never practiced the Mosaic law. And, uh, and Paul knew this was a polluted doctrine because it was taking those who were free from the bondage of the law and trying to push them back into bondage. Sure. And so... Uh, <clears throat> some of us when we see things happening and we say well that don't exactly you know it doesn't matter where you're at public private whatever Um, but it goes on in the church it's not our responsibility to turn a deaf ear or to think maybe it'll go away Um, it's our responsibility to support the pure Christian doctrine that was preached by these Apostles And Paul didn't consider himself less or more than anybody else. Those brethren over there that Paul and Emily came back to and and shared with them their ministry and what they had done and the (coughs) miracles that God had wrought with them, uh, these brethren gave them the right hand of fellowship. What they said was, you are one of us. We see you as an equal they didn't they didn't look at them none of them that spoke peter when he spoke over uh uh back when uh in their first well i don't want to get everybody confused but peter never considered himself even though we we see peter as a big part of the church in the early church he never considered himself any greater than anybody else And, and and paul though he could have he considered what he was he knew what he was he was an apostle of christ and he stood with the boldness when the, when the need arose paul wanted some things straightened out so but up until that um they were those let's say of the christians there in jerusalem that were struggling and what they were struggling with was for many years their fathers and their fathers before them had studied and lived according or tried to live according to the mosaic law and it was hard for them to give it up it really was and it was a struggle for some the scripture teaches us about those that are weak it teaches us of those that are on milk instead of meat and how and 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 christ himself taught us what he thought about those who would offend the little ones—that would be a stumbling block to those uh, who were weak and weaker. Paul said that I am all things to all men. In other words, they some things. He says some things. Uh, all things are lawful, but not all things are expedient. And so, the, the 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 disciples over there, or the apostles over there in Jerusalem, they. Uh, <laughs> they come to an agreement over there and I I know I'm skipping over a bunch this morning and I I really should calm down not try to cover it all but uh, that Paul was to preach to the uncircumcised or to the Gentiles as Peter preached to the circumcised or to the Jews and uh, they agreed that that after paul withstood peter to the face he said i withstood the face what does that mean it means they he talked to him man to man face to face and he said the reason he did and he did it there in front of the others there if you'll have it of the church because it was known in the church and was public in the church uh there's some things some rules of the that we have and, and uh when we are in conference and we announce the church in peace I'm just going to mind the Lord this morning more brother Steve when we announce the church in peace where there's always uh, we can't we can't have this uh, let's say a, a tension in the church or be not at peace where gospel steps have been taken it's the only time that we can bring that to, to conference uh, if we've not taken gospel steps to whatever is bothering us then we got no business to bring it up in conference until we've brought it to the church and, and that's part of uh, 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 whether it be an offense or whatever and we have degrees of offenses um, let's say if I did something here in the church uh, that offended somebody and you came to me told me about it, I might not have realized I even did it. Am not even, I've been so, I've been so, uh, I've been that way before, y'all. I've, I've, had, I've been on a roll, having fun, and not realized what it might have meant to somebody else. Was oblivious to it. And I've had people come to me and say, hey, that hurt my feelings. And I'm like, what? And then they explain it to me and I can see it and so what would i do i would apologize with all that was in me because i did, and, and make them assured that i intended no offense and if somebody doesn't intend offense to you what right do we have of taking offense if it's not intended? and and the person well, in one instance uh well in every <coughs> instance but in one in particular the gentleman was somebody i worked with and he came to me, explained it to me. I apologized, and he forgave me right there. Was like, it was done. It was fixed. <clears throat> we were back at, at peace again. And I had no idea. And, and to me, what I made was a comment to him. But the, the, the other side of the comment was something that really bothered him since he was a young man. And to be honest with you, it was just his high. And I made a comment that he made it peace may not be tall in height but he was very tall in stature that was the comment i made and i was trying to brag on him but i heard his feelings instead but the point is the reason paul says i withstood peter to the face and we had a face-to-face conversation with the brother present and all that were there because he was well, what did he say? I withstood Peter to face to face because he was to be blamed. In other words, what Peter done was in front of all of them, so they wanted to get it straightened out in front of all of them. And they did. They certainly did. Paul didn't go in there like I'm lesser apostle, I'm afraid to talk to Peter. He stood with boldness. And, the, and he said he went. Uh, went up by revelation. In other words, the Spirit had led him to go there for this reason. And so they came together and they and they decided we're going to we're we're going to we're, we're going to uh, stop this doctrine And they said we're going to tell. And they pretty much said uh, here's some things that we want you Gentiles to notice and to preach and to make sure that's not left out when you're preaching to the Gentiles that, that, that you don't offend some of our Jews with, with the freedom that you have. And some of it was what? Eating eating foods giving, uh, that was sacrificed to idols. Another was, uh, uh, and I'm trying to go by memory y'all, which is dangerous for me. Another one was uh, helping, supporting the poor, which Paul said I was always forward to do. And uh, I'm just going to look it up. Anyway. I might be getting into the next chapter you yeah, know what, what that sounds like to me is somebody saying I'll approve of you being a Christian if you do everything the way I do yeah Yeah. And, and but you you can see what what was happening over there to the Gentiles when they had just been released from bondage through faith had accepted the, the Lord Jesus as their savior and then how someone who they probably looked up to or thought maybe uh, someone more knowledgeable than them maybe anxious and hungry to hear the word and then be told that that, that, that it wasn't that the, that the work in them wasn't done yet that they needed to be circumcised can you imagine how hard that would be because you feel like hey I've got the goods I know the Holy Ghost Paul gave report that the Lord had uh, saved these Gentiles and gave them the Holy Ghost just like he did uh, on the day of Pentecost to the Jews. I know some old Christians that would have really have fear about my beard and being a Christian.
1: <laughs> Brother Bobby, and- it's incumbent upon us that have been in the way a while, too, to have um, a, a little bit of uh, mindset of the new Christians, the young Christians. Uh, they're not at the same level. They're still kind of on the milk and not on the meat. And, right. and and it's very important that we don't throw a stumbling block in front of them for something like a beard or a tattoo or something. Mm-hmm. That we don't need to throw something down there that's gonna cause them to stumble in the church and maybe withdraw or or or, or you know doubt or something. It's it, it, there's ways of doing it, and and that face to face is if, if i have all against you it's not and you don't know it that's not your problem that's my problem at that point and it's for me to come to you and say a the problem here's what the situation is and here's what i feel and then you and i fix that that's right it's a smooth road again but if i don't come and i can't get angrier and angrier and then i'll say something to somebody else and i might get them doubting you you know it, it to not fix something is trouble it's trouble from that point on after you fix it you you do it right
0: and and we're all grown ups in here so let's talk let's talk about grown up stuff just for a minute Michael's like well he's going to get into it but we have doctrines in the day that we live that are polluted that many have had I won't say forced stone, but many have had it thrown and thrown and thrown at them. And they really don't know what to believe as far as that doctrine is concerned. But um, it's as much a responsibility of us as it is to teach them true doctrine. It's as much responsibility not to throw it down their throat or beat them on the head with it. It's as much our responsibility to show them in love and to teach them in love. And uh, with a church that's growing, you'll have a a big influx of of people coming in. You'll have people that have all different levels, degrees of belief. You'll have some that have heard this, that, and the other throughout all the years that, that really haven't put it all together yet. And it's easy to offend one of them and it's easy to hurt their feelings to the point that they won't come back at the same way that we don't want to run somebody off because of this it's still important that pure unadulterated doctrine be taught and the Christian gospel be preached in truth and in spirit we can't just let them be uh, let's say deceived and we have a responsibility not to let them be but we have a responsibility not to beat them over the head with it and be hard Brother Michael, those that would say something about your beard they might also, I didn't bring my tablet up here where I could just thumb to these scripture references because some would be offended the fact that I brought it to the pulpit and uh, so you got you'd have a lot better teaching if I had my notes <laughs> <laughs> But the good thing is, Brother Michael, I don't know. We didn't. Any, yeah, that we just was, barely got to verse eleven. 11. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll you, you'll get the good part. One simple. thing to me and I, you know, we all I think see might not want to see all
1: the time, but we put levels on sin. Sure we did. Do. God don't. Mm-hmm. sin to sin. Sin is. We want to say ours is worse. They're just worse now but it's not and you know we had to look at that you know everybody puts their pants on the same way yeah, you know? yeah. and we all uh, we all fall short and um, but we do we put the levels on it and then we, tr- we want people to live uh, in a way we think should be Uh uh-huh. you know and
0: well that's the law's job to show us that we fall short and it's grace grace is the only way that any of us is saved because none of us deserve it and, and that's what makes what the lord done for us in calvary so professional
2: brother and he, Bobby, the, the, the thing that, that
0: happens a lot of times is we get doctrine confused with tradition yeah, mm-hmm. and that's where it, it like brother michael said a while ago if you're a christian just like me
2: you you must be pretty good but if you got
0: something different than i do then you're wrong well you know having grown up in this church we had a lot of traditions Mm -hmm. that we don't see anymore Um, not that they were wrong of themselves but they got to the point where it was almost like doctrine Mm -hmm. but it wasn't and uh if the Bible don't back it up, you better stay away from it.
1: And, and the main thing to me that I that I see through all of this in here, Paul didn't go up there with a hammer and and you know did slap Peter in the face and say yeah. look what you've done. He did everything he did in love, sure. in the name of Jesus, not in the name of Paul. You know it wasn't this is what I think. This is what the Word says. That's right. And and if we like Brother Bo says, if we go out on tradition, we're wrong. But if it's what the word says that's, right. that's what we've got to go by. But it's gotta all be done in love. Amen. And the, Jesus the, didn't you know, didn't try to stalk the woman at the well. He was straightforward with yeah. her. He told
0: her what was right and what was wrong. But he loved her. Sure. <laughs> and Paul, the boldness that Paul went in wasn't in the, it wasn't any of the uh, pride of Paul. It was by the Spirit of God. It's the boldness that he went in. He was pretty much told to go there, I believe. He uh,
1: said by revelation, which meant it was revealed to him to go. Yes,
0: sir. Well, not only was he defending his work, he was defending the uh, Gentiles that had been saved. Yes. He basically defending the gospel of faith. I know they ain't no quitting place for this, y'all. <laughs> Sister
1: Ma'am, that lady you were talking about at the well, that woman at the well, she came to the well... And she didn't even feel worthy to talk to this man. And when she left, she held him in such high esteem that she went and told everybody about him. So it was the approach, the the love that he showed to her, even though he told the truth. And she agreed. Uh, He didn't intimidate her. He didn't, like he did, just hammer her. What are you doing here? You're living in sin and blah, blah, blah.
0: He told her all things that she was. But what did she expect? She expects, she asked, <coughs> why are you talking to me? Because yeah, you know right. I'm a Samaritan. It's because she wasn't used to it, folks. Now, there's a lot of doctrine going around, and I'll, I'll, I'll be finished. I'm sorry, Brother But there's a lot of doctrine going around that, that, that they'll take one or two verses, yeah. and they'll write a big story about it. They'll even have what they call keys. That make it work, but every one of them will get down to a point, and at some point, they'll have to lawyer their point across because the Bible don't back it up. That's right. They'll have to come up with a big name for a certain, uh, I, and I don't know them, you know, but they'll come up with a big name for how they can logically connect these together. There's always a, what I call a stretch, brother Michael. There's always a stretch where it doesn't fit, and they, and you can catch them. And uh, there's some that will teach doctrine right up to the point to where they go sideways. And when they go sideways, it's obvious to one that that's uh, strong in the in the word. Uh, it's obvious to one who's sound in doctrine. But the one that's not, it's easily just to be persuaded that way. And so we have to we have to be careful, and it's our responsibility. To get those that's been swayed back in line with the three gospels. Some saints who know a hundred times more about the Bible than I ever will will say that every point of doctrine is found at least three times in the There we go.
2: Brother Lang?